welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show. And today you are in for a treat. I'm speaking to someone who really understands the plight of the small business owner. Yes, you want to make money. Yes, you want to grow your business. But what about the other areas of your life that are so, so important as well? And she embodies both. We're talking about harmony. We're talking about balance. She's an award-winning marketer with over a decade of experience in helping people to grow their business, small business owners to flourish. In fact, her company is known as Flourish Marketing. We're going to hear more about that in the moment. Uh, So I'm going to, with no further ado, I'm going to go over to... Aaliyah Harris, who's here to share with us all the way from the West Coast of America. She's in California, Los Angeles. And Aaliyah, welcome. Welcome to the Business Success Show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. Aaliyah, why don't you tell us, go ahead, tell us a little bit about your background, what led you into marketing and and what you do with your clients and what have you been doing in the past? Sure thing. So hi, everybody and listeners out there. My name is Alea Harris, and I am the owner of Flourish Marketing. And at Flourish Marketing, we help empire building entrepreneurs flourish in both business and in life with story brand strategy, copywriting for sales funnels and bioenergetic business coaching. Over my kind of interesting life path, I've done everything from marketing and communications, uh, to being a private chef, to working at Google, to being a marketing executive. And now I'm here as the owner of Flourish Marketing, uh, where we get the opportunity to help business owners every single day, you know, leave a legacy of abundance for themselves and their families. That's awesome. Miles. From chef to working in Google, you I mean, you've done a lot of different things. But why marketing then? And you mentioned story brand. Can you give us a little bit about what story brand is and why that's important to actually build in um, the marketing side of your business? Sure. Story brand is a framework that was articulated by Donald Miller in his book, Building a Story Brand. And it's a seven ish, the main parts, seven main parts framework (laughs) that builds upon Joseph Campbell's uh, hero's journey that he articulated in A Hero with a Thousand Faces. And that hero's journey, Donald Miller was brilliant and is brilliantly able to articulate that for use in your marketing messaging. It starts off with a character who is your ideal customer has a problem and it's um, an external, an emotional problem and a philosophical problem, a need to make things right. But they don't know how to fix it, obviously. So they... um, they have a guide and they meet a guide who is you as the business owner, as an entrepreneur, and you have a plan to help them fix their problems. And that plan will lead them to success so that they can avoid failure. I love using the story brand framework because it allows me to know that when I'm writing copy for a client or when my team is writing copy for a client, it's 
going to convert. <laughs> we use a framework that actually reaches ideal customers and makes them pay attention and makes them understand, oh, this is why I need to buy this product or service from our clients. Often clients don't actually add in the problem that they solve. I see this a lot. I go to websites and I'm like, hmm, so what do you what do you do? The photos are great. I'm so glad that I know that you like pumpkin spice lattes, but <laughs> what else do you do you do and and what is your reason for existing? And that level of clarity is missing from most people's messaging. The problem with that is people go not necessarily for the best choice. They go for the clearest choice. That's the one that they're going to buy first, hands down, if they can understand it and understand how it will transform their lives so that they can survive or thrive. So if your messaging is all over the place, but on the back end, you really do provide the best product or service, it won't really matter if the mediocre place down the street or in the website over is able to articulate their message more clearly, they're going to get their business first. So that's what we help prevent, to take you from being the best kept secret to being fully out into the world with your messaging using the story brand framework. Well, it sounds fascinating. So basically what I'm hearing you say there, Alea, is that a lot of small business owners, I presume it's mostly small business owners that you work with. Yeah, their messaging yeah. is all over the place. It's not clear what they are, what service or what product they are selling and what the key benefits it is for the their client and what the key problem and emotional connection behind that. And often it's missing. Yes, um, that's absolutely right. <laughs> I love that. It's great. It's great service you're providing, clearly. So thank you. Your, Tell us about your entrepreneurial journey. What, what, how long have you been an entrepreneur? How did that start? And what were you doing before you became an entrepreneur? So I started off um, at, in marketing. I'm one of the very few people who was actually still doing what my undergraduate degree is in. <laughs> so I went to the University of Southern California and I majored in business with a emphasis in marketing and a minor in Spanish, actually. Wow. So you're and, Spanish. You can speak Spanish well? Yes, I am. I am. I am fluent in Spanish. Wow. Um, and so we, you know, I took that vein and I said, okay, I'm going to go get a job. So I got a job in the, cos in the apparel companies. Then I got a job in cosmetics. I was like, this is not really working. I'm not feeling that heart pull, that heartstring pull that I'm really looking for. But I didn't I was so young that I didn't really realize what was missing. I just knew that I didn't like going to work. Right. And then luckily I didn't have much time to figure that out because I got laid off. So <laughs> I was like, oh, well, oh, now no. I don't have to oh, go no. to work. Funny <laughs> oh, yeah. how that works. Um, and when that happened, I said, okay, well, I'm just going to go and get another job. And I started applying to any and everything. And I could not get a job doing anything. And this is before Uber and this is before the gig economy. So I'm like, uh -huh. oh, all right, well, I'm going to just scrapbook at the house and keep applying and see what happens. Okay. Um, and one day my uh, sorority sister was at my house and she was like, you know, you should just go to like culinary school. She's eating my food. Um, 
And I, I, I was like, wait a minute, I'm the one without the job and you're over here eating my food, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you should go to culinary school. So I said, well, I'm not doing anything else. Uh-huh. I mean, and I do like to cook. I hadn't really thought about it before, but sure, why not? So I did. Um, I went, I applied to culinary school. I got in and within like a couple of weeks, I think I was in my first, my first classes. And that was when I got some really great advice. The advice I received was, oh, Leia, you might be good at this, but you're going to have to work for 10 years, making $10 an hour before you're ever going to make anything of yourself. And I said, huh, you might not have met me before. Hi, my name is Alaya Harris. That is not how I operate. Um, so it was, it was definitely the motivation I think that I needed to, um, excel in and think bigger than what everybody else was thinking about. So while I was in culinary school, I started a catering company. So that was my first foray into entrepreneurship. And that catering company then kind of grew mostly into a private chef company where I was doing meal prep and then traveling with my clients. And I had a high net worth client. So stars, I'm in LA, so stars of film and music and we're traveling all over the world or I'm cooking in their homes and it was great. You can drop a couple of names if you want. I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was Stevie Wonder's private chef. I was Bruce Gillis's private chef um, among others. And it was great. I loved it. I was really, really blessed because I got to work with amazing, amazing people. Uh However, I still was like, wait a minute. I'm sitting here building somebody else's empire, helping them build their empire. What about my own? And I'm in this heart-centered place, but I'm still unbalanced. I felt in alignment with what I was able to do because one of my favorite things is to transmit love. And I was using food as a medium to do that. And I'm like, so that's great. People were having their whole like ratatouille moment where they're sitting and eating the food and like thinking about childhood. I was great. I was really good at it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, how many ratatouille envisioning childhood moments am I going to have to get before I have my own mansion and my own chef and my own this? Mm. So um, as much as I loved it, I then made the decision to step out of it. So I actually ended up working, um, applying online, which seems like you apply online and it goes nowhere, but I actually applied online and I ended up working for Google's as a vendor partner on their food team. So it was still within the food area, but I was combining my undergraduate degree with my food experience and my culinary degree and all of, all of the above to help cultivate and craft a global food program on a team who had a focus with sustainability, the front edge of scientific research with, with food and just being able to affect people's behaviors and attitudes and belief towards food and well-being. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, and then I was, I mean, great at it. My parent company was like, you should do that. Just for like the bigger parent company over here that you actually work for. So I said, okay. So then I became the head of marketing, like after a couple of steps, the head of marketing um, for North America for the largest corporate food service and facility facilities management company in the world. And it was great. The money especially was great because, you know, one of the things that you don't get as an entrepreneur is a 
like paychecks like that other people have generated this money <laughs> like i get a paycheck because i have a, a s corp so like i'm i am my own w2 employee and i have other folks that work with me but it's just not the same <laughs> as working for this big company and you have these golden handcuffs but i had reached a pl- place where i was like yes this money is great i'm still not building my empire and now I'm really not, I'm at, I'm, I'm kind of disjointed from where I feel like I can make a huge impact on the daily lives of individuals. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm hitting all around what I want, what I, at this point in time, I'm older and hopefully a little wiser. And I'm like, okay, I want to be able to make money, uh-huh. be in aligned with my energy, spread love and light to the rest of the world and build my own empire while building the empires of other people. That's what I want. Nice. So I finally was like, okay, now how the heck do I do that? (laughs) Cause it's not happening here in this job. Luckily yet again, I did not have to answer that question because the company restructured and I got laid off again. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I'm like, Oh, that's great. That's, that's great. I had just bought a new car. It was fabulous. Great timing. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) that happened in February, 2020, March, 2020. I actually had a a speaking engagement. I, in February, 2020, that happened. I went to the Amazon in Colombia and like had this whole ayahuasca experience, came back, (laughs) got certified as a story brand guide. Actually, no, wait, that timeline's wrong. I got certified as a story brand guide. They laid me off two weeks after that, after paying for me to get certified. Then I went to the Amazon as a pre-planned trip, but I stayed a little longer and had a whole experience because I knew I ain't got no job. Wow. And then I came back and was like, okay, Leah, what are you doing with your life? You have, you have clarity on what you want to do, how you want to affect the world, how much money you want to make. So what could that look like? So I started a company that I said, I'm it's called it, at the time it was called food and beverage media and marketing, because I was like, well, I'm going to take food. I'm going to take marketing. I love the wedding catering and events industry. Let's do this. Keeping okay. in mind, this is now March, 2020. Okay. So I go and I speak on stage at this big conference called cater source. And um, <laughs> I remember getting off stage and feeling like I was in like the Armageddon scene of any good action movie. I'm walking down the hallways, people are sliding down the walls, crying, yelling, running, throwing things because this just so happened to be the day that the governors of most states shut down live in-person events. Uh, And I said, hmm, (laughs) this was an interesting career choice for me. My goodness. I was like, so what are we going to do now, Leah? Well, we changed the name of the company. That's for damn sure. I changed it from food and beverage media and marketing to flourish marketing um, to hit a larger audience. I kept working within the wedding catering events industry, serving before I was selling because that's in alignment with my values. It's like, well, they're in need. I can't just leave them. So I was getting free education, speaking drumming up an audience while also leveraging my story brand certification to, to kind of reach an, an, an external audience. Yeah. We fast forward to September. I'm here having a come to Jesus moment with myself. My okay. birthday's in September. So birthdays are always the time you're like, what have I done lately with my Absolutely. life? Absolutely. And so I sit down, I'm like, so what you going to do, girl, you have a business, 
you've survived. I didn't go back and get a job. You still haven't. <laughs> you survived this long. What you going to do? I said, I'm going all in. So I incorporated in September, 2020. And oh that God. decision to incorporate in September, 2020 was the game changer that the universe was looking for, for me to right. do. Looking for right. me to bet on myself, to say, you found what you like. You found how you can help. You found the path. No one said it was going to be easy, but this yeah. is the path that you should be on. So after we incorporated, five months after that, we made our first six figures. Then after that, we doubled it five months after that. Not so enough. every five months, it's like we've been we've been really growing and, and catapulting ourselves forward. But it all started with figuring out who the heck I wanted to be, how I wanted to serve the world, what problem I solved, how I wanted to show up, and what, what I think of as the excuses that I use to help people. Why do we copyright? Because it's an excuse to help you find your voice. Why do we have strategy sessions? Because it's an excuse to have you focus on yourself and your business and align your energy, right? All of it is an excuse for me to be able to do what I do internally, naturally, and build my empire and build the client's empire and everybody skips off into the sunset. So that's what flourish marketing is truly wow. about now, um, that we found ourselves finally. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. You know, one thing I love about you and your energy, it's like things, I made a decision. I didn't want to work for that, that corporation, although I'm getting good money, company car, everything. I, 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 there's, there's, I'm, I'm unfulfilled. There's something out there for me. And I'm looking and the universe says, okay, you, are you sure? No job. Okay, now go. And every <laughs> single time that's happened, you haven't given up. You no. pick yourself up and say, what do I want? Okay, I'm going to Columbia, Ayahuasca, do whatever, get clarity, come back, go for it. And then the universe says, are you sure you want this? Okay, where you're going, we've got a pandemic now and you can't do any live events. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And you say, hey, okay, what am I going to do? And you kept going then, and, and, and because of your go-getter attitude, you've made it happen. Incorporated in September 2020, you've been doubling every five months going on from there. That is an inspiration for a lot of people. So I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Now, you know, I've heard you say a couple of times now about energy. Tell me how that, or share with our audience here, how that, how you utilize that, or our business owners can utilize and work on their energy to really do what you've done, bring into fruition what it is you're trying to bring into fruition. What is it? I mean, what is it about energy? I mean, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the, the baseline thing that we have to understand is that your energy and your business's energy are inextricably linked. Your glow affects your cash flow. If you're dim, your bank account is slim. So if you're not understanding, like if you're saying, <laughs> I'm exhausted, but I'm just going to show up anyways and let's see what happens. Well, I can tell you what's going to happen. If you do it one day, it's okay. You, you go home, you take a nap, you, you figure it out. You do it repeatedly over and over and you will turn away your ideal client. You won't be able to have the mental capacity or the emotional capacity to have that vision that you need as the leader of your business to move yourself forward. So what do you do? You take a hard look at yourself. First of all, you need to understand what's holding you back. Often when I ask that question for people, they're like, well, yeah, because, you know, my CFO does this. And, you know, if I only have the right product mix and if I'm that, okay, that all might be true. 
let's dig a little deeper. What's really holding you back always starts inside of you. It's your limiting beliefs. It's your past traumas that have now become part of your biology, as Carolyn Miss would say. Hmm. And it's also the, the thought that you have about what abundance looks like. So before you can start to move forward with just rubbing crystals on yourself and meditating yourself in, in, until you fall asleep, which is what most people do, <laughs> yeah. you need to excavate some of that stuff. The very first thing you need to do is be aware that you have it. You have all of this stuff like everyone does that you are carrying around with you and it is holding you back from your highest potential. It is holding you back from being your highest self and reaching your highest good. So what are, what are those things that you can pinpoint within yourself that you need to excavate? If you excavate some of those judgments, which is really what it all boils down to, and you forgive yourself and you forgive the other people around you for where you are currently, then you open up your brain space in order to replenish with mm. what you need, with the energy you need to move forward. A great excavation technique is freeform writing. There's lots of excavation techniques. A great, if you're not going to go to the Amazon to do ayahuasca, another one <laughs> you can do wherever you are <laughs> is freeform writing. Freeform writing is not journaling. You're going to sit down and you're going to get like scratch paper because you're going to rip it up. You're going to burn it. It's not like, a, oh, I'm going to take my little cute notebook and have a whole time with it my, with my little pink pen. That's not what we're at right now. Yeah. You take like paper that you don't really care about and you're going to just write. However, you're going to write at the speed of your thought. So you might not finish the sentence. You might not finish the word. The goal is to keep your hand moving. What you're doing is you're allowing the kinesthetic connection between your hand and your subconscious, the part of you who is not often allowed to speak, the part of you who's been telling you, girl, years, I've been telling you, stop doing that. Stop talking to him. Stop doing the, that part of you. Don't make that decision. Don't hire that person. You know, you don't want to do this. You know, you're undervaluing yourself. That person. You're allowing them to speak. You, the first time you sit down, you might just kind of like see what happens. After that, you would do this regularly several times a week and maybe come with an intention. Well, what is it that I need to get rid of? What's holding me back from raising my pricing? Why is it so hard for me to conceptualize that I'm worth double or triple what I'm charging, which is especially true of most women. We start off undercharging ourselves. Mm. So get that, get that out and excavate what some of those belief patterns are. Once it's on that paper though, you don't read it. In fact, I often do freeform writing with my eyes closed. Oh. It's not about it being legible. It's about giving voice and making space to remove some of those blockages. Then you take it, you rip it up, you burn it safely, and then you replenish. After that, you're like, okay, if I'm removing these blocks, which is an active ongoing process, and I'm forgiving myself and others for what's happened up until this point, then you do things like you think about your ideal scene. What does it really look like? Often we get so stuck inside of our own, you know, soup that we, we have no idea what's happening in the rest of the kitchen. So you need to take yourself out and say, what is it that I really want? Not based off of that, what I'm really doing right now. Like I'm sending this email. What I want is someone to reply to this email. No, 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 no. Take a full step back. I am 
reaching out into the future to project my 10 year self. What does my body look like? How do I feel? What is my energy level? Who's around me? How much money is in my bank account? What experiences have I had up until this point that I love and that I'm going to actively, consciously, intentionally curate for myself and then work in that direction. There's a great book that I just finished reading. It's like, I felt like it might've just said Alea like on the top of every paragraph. It's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Gary Keller is a real estate mogul from Keller Williams Real Estate. Okay. And he wrote this book called The One Thing. And he said, you know, project what you want and then take it all the way back. Like, what is the one thing I need to do to make that happen this Mm. year, this week, this month, right now? What is the one thing I need to do to make that happen? So if you see yourself 10 years from now, looking fit, svelte, beach body ready, but right now you're a hundred pounds overweight. What is the one thing that you need to do right now to make that happen? No, it is not. I need to run and not eat. It could be like, why am I holding on to this weight? What do I need to let go of? What is the belief that I have around this weight? Is it that I need to commit to a tracker where I go and walk around the block every day? Whatever it is, you need to envision it and then knock it down into into bite-sized steps. It's funny because people always think that energy alignment has to be mystical. And oftentimes it is, but It also has a very practical side that affects the way that you show up in your life and your business. And sometimes the practical things are the best things to move forward, especially if you're just dabbling in this whole energy thing. It's just the beginning for you. Yeah, I think great, great explanation. Often I say to our clients that everything is one thing and that thing is energy. Get the energy (laughs) right and other things will flow in your life and in your business. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with what you're saying. Totally agree with what you're saying. How, just out of interest, Alea, do you, you, I know you help people with their marketing, small business owners with their marketing, but do you also use this concept of energy and personal development and mindset shifts to also help them to improve their business? I'm talking about the business owner. Absolutely. So we do that, especially in our bioenergetic business coaching services. So bioenergetics is the correction, um, the, the detection and correction of your body's energy field. The body field is you have like your chakras. Some people align it with that. It's the, all of the energy systems that surround and interpenetrate your body. Mm. And often we ignore them and we ignore the effect that they have. So in our bioenergetic business coaching service, we do everything from let's talk, let's do a a scan where we use a proprietary software actually to see where's your energy field right now, what is aligned and misaligned, and how is that affecting your ability to create marketing messaging? How is that affecting your ability to craft your products? How is that affecting your ability to sell? Um, And what is your, your homework in a bioenergetic business coaching session could be everything from journaling to writing a job description to creating a masterclass. It's really about what you need in that moment to show up as your authentic self to hit that five-year, 10-year vision and goal. But the key is that we're not guessing. We're using a bioenergetic business coaching scan to pinpoint where exactly you are off. So we're starting there. It's no longer 
well, I think I feel like this, so this must be what's wrong. It gets to the root cause so that you can finally make lasting change. Wow, that's very unique, very unique. Not many marketers are going down that line. So no, that's, that's, what, <laughs> that's the line I'm, I'm down it now, baby. Yeah, we're I mean, going down it. <laughs> it's your unique thing. Well, how did you get into that then? How did you um, sign? Okay, clearly you're very passionate about what you do. Clearly you're doing things on purpose and it brings you fulfillment because I love what you said earlier on. Hey, I love food. I love marketing. I love this. I'm going for it. So clearly when you love something and it makes sense to you and it makes a difference, you just go down on it, which is fine. So how did you... How did you buy an energetic field with marketing, which then exponentially grows your business? First time I've heard about that. Go ahead. Tell me. Well, it is the first because I, I totally made it up. Not going to lie. So oh, I didn't make up bioenergetics. Bioenergetics no. is a field that's been around for a long time. But I um, was a spiritual coach on the side. Okay. And one of the things that I learned is that I actually hate side hustles. I actually hate the word hustle. I hate the word grind because it doesn't need to be that hard. It doesn't need to feel like a hustle or it doesn't need to feel like a grind. So I said, well, how do I bring myself fully into alignment? I'm compartmentalizing. I don't want to just help people on the side. I want to help people in everything that I'm doing and have it be the, the thing that I come out with. I'm combining all of my talents into one. So my spiritual coach also happened to be a Ness Health practitioner. Ness Health is the name of the system that we use. Okay. She had never used it with me. We'd done a whole bunch of other stuff. But she was like, well, let me use this system on you. And I was just super skeptical. I was like, so let me get this straight. You're going to use a software to read my voice, which will tell you where my energy is aligned <laughs> or misaligned in my body system okay, voodoo priestess, whatever you say, right? But I did it and it has, an, it was uncannily accurate. And it, wow, I mean, wow. it is, it is accurate because it's not just based on the, uh, the, uh, the um, ethereal concepts of marketing. I'm, I'm sorry, not of marketing. It's definitely not based on marketing. It's not based on the ethereal concepts of energy. It's actually based on quantum physics, which okay. is a different way and a different perspective of explaining how energy works within the world. So I was like, this is really cool. But then she said, now to fix all of the things that are wrong, we're going to talk it through. I'm going to give you homework. And you're also going to take these things called infoceuticals. I'm like, okay, what are those? She goes, I don't think that she said it this way. This is how I interpreted it. They're salty water droplets. And so what you're trying to tell me is I'm going to drop water into water and drink water every day. Okay. And that's going to work for me. Again, I was like, okay, voodoo priestess. You almost got me. Almost. But I really trust her. I've been working with, with her for years, seen amazing results personally and professionally. So I said, wow. well, she's not going to lead me astray. So let me just try it. Let me just humor her. Start taking these infoceuticals day one nothing like all right well even voodoo takes longer than a day i think day two day three however i'm out with my husband and i'm saying hi to everybody kind of like a puppy like that puppy that just like just pet me pet me like like i was alert and awake and engaged and i didn't realize how 
unawake I had been for so long. I was dealing with chronic fatigue and I didn't notice how tired I was all the damn time and how much I didn't have those new ideas that I needed and how much I wasn't showing up for my business or my husband or my life. And I was like, oh, this is new. And my husband's like, you are like bright. You are alive. And I'm like, all right, salty water droplets. I'm on board. (laughs) So after this, I said, well, I'm an entrepreneur. And most of the practitioners, I'm the only bioenergetic business practitioner. Most of them are like Reiki healers or MDs. There are people that do colonics and hydrotherapy and all of this stuff. I'm the only one that does it to business because I said, huh. Well, I don't want to compartmentalize what I do anymore. This is a tool that helps business owners see very clearly what is wrong so they can stop wasting time, energy, and effort. And I can actually help them with both manage their energy from a, if you want to do it from a quantum physics level, if you want to talk on a metaphysical level, if you want to talk about your metaphysics and how it affects your marketing funnel. We can all, we talk about all of that inside of the system. So you don't feel like you have to have a life coach and a spiritual coach and a business coach and a mastermind and all the things. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a one-stop shop. So you actually get the results you're looking for. Wow. Awesome. Well, thanks for explaining, explaining that. And just, just a holistic approach to getting them to their end goal that they say they want anyway. Fantastic. And if it works, Who's going to argue? <laughs> right. Well, because I, I was full of arguments and yeah. I was like, well, the argument is gone now. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, Aaliyah, um, there is so much noise I see year after year about this new marketing technique or this new marketing thing and new this new fundangled way of doing thing. And some experts say you got to do Instagram. Some say you got to do Facebook ads. Some people say you got to do this. And I'm from the old school. I've been an entrepreneur for over 22 years. I'm the guy who, back in the day, we we looked into telephone directories, found the company, oh those calls. I mean, we <laughs> that I'm from the old school. Um, yeah, but yet, you know, I say to our, I say to a lot of clients and small business owners, who who who's your ideal client? What's their problem? Where are they? Find out where they are, and then go there. But exactly confused. They say, no, but someone said Instagram, someone said this. What is, in your opinion, and you can take this wherever you want to take it. What I was going to ask is, what is working presently in marketing? And you can say, hey, anyway, I'll leave it to you. Go ahead. (laughs) It's the same stuff that was working 22 years ago. So people think that marketing is a channel. So marketing is not the channel. Marketing is not Instagram. People come to me all the time. I need to market my business. Get me on Instagram. Mm, Okay. That's, those are not the same thing. Marketing is building lucrative relationships with your ideal client. So how do you build the lucrative relationships? Like you said, you need to go where they're hanging out. So are they even on Instagram? Maybe, maybe not. Mm. And are you going to be consistent and post on Instagram? Do you have six months to build an audience before it actually begins to show any type of value? Yeah. Do you have the budget to use paid ads? Are you able to target your audience using pay ads? Or do you need to join networking groups? Do you need to speak? The most lucrative things that I do for building my business are networking in person with other business owners, 
speaking from stages and participating on podcasts. Those are my highest revenue generating sources outside of referrals. So, and the referrals, they originally came to me because of podcast speaking or networking. Once you find what works, you repeat it over and over and over and over again. So don't get caught up. My advice to every business owner, don't get caught up in the new and the shiny. The new and the shiny, you need to put it through the, the filter of, will this help me build lucrative relationships with my ideal client? If your ideal client is not on TikTok, probably not the then not the not the place for you, Very right? Nice. So it you can't new and shiny is great because TikTok helped a lot of people with their businesses because a lot of people's clients are on TikTok. But how are you then using it? What is the messaging that you're using to resonate? How are you standing out? All of those things go back down to the very, very basics of marketing. Again, don't confuse the channel with your overall marketing strategy. You heard it from Aleya Harris. Fantastic. I love the way you explain that. Don't get it confused. Go to where they are. And I and similar to you, my best marketing channels are exactly the same as yours. And I do a lot of joint ventures and I speak all over the state, all over the world. In the last 16 years, spoken in over 50 countries, trained nice. over 300,000 people in all those countries. So I hear you, go where they are, fantastic. Now, as we're wrapping up here, Leah, I wanna say, what is the, for those people who are, who need your support or want to have a conversation with you or just have want to chat and say, hey, I love this lady, I love her vibe, I love her energy, I love what she stands for, I love uh, her, her marketing approach, I love her, her well-being approach, I love all of that. How do I get to, Speak with her. How do I find her? What's the best method? What's the best way? The best way is to go to flourishmarketing.co. And at the top, there's a big old fat button that says schedule a call. And we can hop on a call together. Or you can hop on with one of our outreach ambassadors. Um, also, find me on Instagram. I am on Instagram because that is where my ideal client is hanging out. There you, go. <laughs> you can follow me directly at Alea Harris, A-L-E-Y-A-H-A-R-R-I-S. You can also take a listen to my podcast was just launched called The Flourishing Entrepreneur. And we are on Instagram at Flourishing Entrepreneur. And you can go to Flourish Mark flourishmarketing.co slash podcast to take a listen to that there as well. Right. Fantastic. I love that. And so if you're confused of all of that, we will put it on here. You'll see it anyway. But ideally, flourishmarketing.co will lead you to all those places. As Absolutely. Well. So it's so Alea, I want to say thank you. Thank you. I know it's early morning there in Los Angeles. Uh, and so thank you for jumping in to have this conversation with us. I want to say continue what you're doing, continue inspiring small business owners and people in general. And God bless you. Much love and keep doing what you're doing. We'll catch up very, very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the listeners, all those people here listening on audience. Remember, remember to subscribe, remember to like, remember to share, remember to comment. Let us know what you thought about this particular show here. Alea, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And see you very soon. Bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.